नमस्ते एज वी नो दिस इज एन इंटीग्रल योगा नॉट ए योगा ऑफ मेडिटेशन अलोन नॉट ए योगा ऑफ वर्क्स अलोन एंड देर हैज टू बी ए राइट बैलेंस बिटवीन वर्क एंड मेडिटेशन वंस चंपक लाल जी टोल्ड श्योर बिंदो दैट आई डोंट थिंक आई हैव ए नीड टू मेडिटेट एंड आई जस्ट वॉन्ट टू कंटिन्यू द सर्विस एंड श्योर बिंदो रिमाइंडेड हिम दैट नो यू मस्ट मेडिटेट ऑल्सो बोथ आर रिक्वायर्ड एंड ऑफकोर्स भक्ति विच इज द कोर एंड सेंटर सेंटर ऑफ दिस योगा सिमिलरली वी सी इन सम अदर प्लेसेज वे समबडी वॉज ओनली withdrawing in meditation and shurbindo had to correct that only meditation will not do because if you only take the path of meditation you will meet the divine in his impersonality and not in his dynamic power and in his dynamic personality so it's a yoga which involves all the members of our being the heart and mind no less than the works so today we read a prayer which brings it out in a very beautiful way it is a prayer dated april 19th 1914 april 19 1914 and the mother brings out the difference between these two things there is a great difference between being active in an external action even while keeping our thought constantly fixed on thee and entering into that perfect union with thee which leads to what i have called the absolute consciousness the true omniscience the knowledge so one is of course we know the yoga of the of the gita where we act but do it as a dedicated offering to the divine either through remembrance or through a state of inner concentration our thought is fixed on the divine while we are doing the work outwardly but the gita also teaches in the gita itself a method of concentration which is unique to the gita so that is also to be done both are needed why because if we are only engaged in external action it definitely helps us if we do nishkam karma constant remembrance and offering it's a wonderful means to cut the uh, or at least loosen the bonds of crass ignorance and egoism that hold us back and do not allow us to plunge within so when we engage in desireless action then the bonds which tie us to the surface nature because of constant worry about results praise um, criticism etc uh, ambitions that is loosened these are the bonds lust and greed and what i am going to get out of it and when these bonds are loosened it is becomes easy to plunge within so why do we plunge within to get the knowledge the omniscience it's like one sees the whole path now this knowledge is required to engage in action again so they are both complementary movements if we only act and do not uh, i mean even in the best of state by keeping our thought fixed and do not take out time to plunge within then we may be led almost like a half blind person but if we only plunge within then our knowledge will be ineffective for life and action so she is saying that there is a difference between the two when we act even with our thought fixed on thee 
we are like a blind man walking on the road with a sense of the direction but knowing nothing of the way he follows and of the precise manner in which he should walk on it so as to avoid neglecting anything so if you are only participating in action external action and our thoughts are fixed on the divine then we miss out on that torch of knowledge yes we have some idea of direction because of the faith general idea but we are missing out on many things we may neglect certain areas for instance getting rid of the ego even you know getting rid of desires or knowing the goal towards which i must go even knowing what is the inner truth within us inner calling as they say all this may be missing because we are only busy with the external action so we are like blind man who is walking with a sense of direction but knows nothing of the way he follows in the other case on the contrary other case means when we contemplate when we go within there is the clear vision in the full light the utilization of the smallest opportunity the plenitude of action the maximum of result then this contemplation of course is many things together so we can contemplate on receiving the divine force so that we can serve the divine better we can contemplate upon the divine to know the divine so that we can serve him better we can contemplate to see what is it in us which is creating an obstacle in the path of our service so we can contemplate to grow in sincerity in peace in equanimity so contemplation and when we go within uh, we move towards union with the divine consciousness through these steps uh, inner peace equanimity growth of light uh, knowledge intuitive knowledge uh, and eventually union with the divine it is this which must eventually translate into works so both are important plenitude of action the maximum of result and if the first attitude is indispensable before attaining to the other we must not at any moment cease to work so she is saying that this should not be done as an exclusive work is important both are important so while we have to engage in action we have to also engage in going within and contemplating the divine within that's why we see that you know uh, within the ash- ashram the work had been scheduled in such a way 6 to 8 hours um, and generally nobody was expected that whole day one would be working of course there was the other kind of thing also where uh, you know shubindo swimas remark at one point of time shubindo uh, in the beginning said that you know the person should be who comes here should be able to have a sustained 4 to 6 hours even of intellectual activity because the mind has to be prepared to receive the light that is where the light comes first later on people went more and more into intellectual activity and less and less into work so this is the story of this donkey who once left um, it's a baby donkey who left his um, owner and came and stood in the balcony lucky donkey Uh, when it saw that everybody is looking up to the mother it also looked up to the mother and the mother saw the donkey and she said the donkey wants to come to me bring him so udarda was given the task and um, one of the most faithful instruments of the lord and he immediately he bought the donkey and uh, the mother had this donkey he was called bode 
and uh, our richard da um, richard pearson who is there he used to look after the donkey and even he taught the donkey a few tricks there were very interesting stories about the donkey once he was in a race so this donkey won't start he is just observing all the donkeys because he is not taught competition and all this <laughs> ashram donkey after all then he ran the race but he would not cross the line he would always follow the the uh, donkey was ahead of the of ahead of it though it could easily run it was quite a good donkey strong donkey but it it would not it would deliberately keep following the donkey ahead and one shurvindo remarked when uh, someone said this donkey doesn't do anything all the time is jumping and uh, you know uh, happy in the happy in, in general but whenever we give him some work he doesn't he just seems to refuse any work so shurvindo reported with a sense of humor he is reported to have said typical sadhak so this is the other extreme so she is saying work is necessary we cannot avoid work but to believe that only i'll do work and not go into contemplation that also becomes a one sided sadhana so after saying this she says and if the first attitude is indispensable before attaining to the other we must not at any moment cease to work to make an effort to attain to the perfect communion so work helps in the communion and communion puts us in contact growing contact and eventually an identity more and more union with the divine and therefore it begins to reflect in all we do so it's a double process work done in the right spirit right attitude helps in going within and attaining this union and when we are in this state of union we bring it out in the form of works by manifesting it in everyday life and in all that we do here works is not just some work but in whatever we are doing in everything so this is the whole secret this is what the gita actually eventually teaches that stay in that inner state of being one with the divine be full of the divine and then you act but my heart is at peace my thought free from impatience and i give myself to thy will with the smiling confidence of a child but what should be not that we have to do it with a calculating mind and oh i have to do these many hours of work and so much meditation it's not like that it they should be deep within the confidence of a child this child like state is most important so now with this confidence of a child she has brought in the bhakti element so this is how we have to proceed work for the seva of the divine contemplation for union with the divine and behind both what should remain is the smiling confidence of a child the smile of the the confidence of the bhakta state of the bhakta and then there is the perfect unity and then there is peace and progress may thy peace reign over all so we read this prayer again april 19 1914 there is a great difference between being active in an external action even while keeping our thought constantly fixed on thee and entering into that perfect union with thee which leads to what i have called the absolute consciousness the true omniscience the knowledge when we act even with our thought fixed on thee we are like a blind man walking on the road with a sense of the direction but knowing nothing of the way he follows and of the precise manner in which he should walk on it 
so as to avoid neglecting anything. In the other case, on the contrary, there is the clear vision in the full light, the utilization of the smallest opportunity, the plenitude of action, the maximum of result. And if the first attitude is indispensable, before attaining to the other, we must not at any moment cease to work, to make an effort to attain to the perfect communion. But my heart is at peace, my thought free from impatience. So no impatience, that's important. All works in a state of peace. But my heart is at peace, my thought free from impatience. And I give myself to thy will with the smiling confidence of a child. May thy peace reign over all. Namaste.